My name is Dominique Drew, and this is The Art of Attraction, the premier podcast to elevate your relationships, your life, and yourself. I'm your host, Dominique Drew, an intuitive, a spiritual guide, and a seasoned expert in men's relationship coaching. I've used the methods in this podcast to completely transform my own life and relationships, and now, high performers in every industry hire me to help them do the same. Here, you will learn how to solve the issues in your inner world which keep you from real fulfillment, deep intimacy, freedom, and authenticity. Welcome to the next stage of your evolution. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Art of Attraction podcast. Thank you so much for joining me today. Do you like how I almost just uh, forgot what I was saying there in the middle of my sentence? It's Wednesday. (laughs) Thank you guys so much for joining me. This is The Art of Attraction. My name is Dominique Drew. I'm so glad you joined me here today. You know, this podcast, by the way, you know, I I broadcast this radio show live. You know, it's also a downloadable podcast. We're on, you know, iTunes and Google Play and Spotify. And so, you know, if you like what you're hearing here, uh, I really encourage you not only to to call in and ask your own questions about what we're talking about, but really to to subscribe and uh, and download the podcast uh, and listen on your own time. Um, the material that we really cover here can be relevant multiple times over. It can, you know, if you listen, I have people who will listen to one, you know, listen to one episode once and then come back to it, you know, weeks or months later, and it has a whole different meaning because they're at a different point in their lives. You know, I really encourage you, uh, if you like it, to subscribe and uh, you're welcome to follow me on Facebook at Dominique Drew, Coaching, Consulting and Speaking. So uh, if you're regulars on the show here, you know that uh, I specialize in helping single men attract life partners through personal and relationship coaching. There's always sort of this distinction, right? There's inner work and there's outer work. So there's work to be done inside yourself, right? How is it that you you know, you accidentally or unintentionally push women away, you know, without really meaning to. And then how is it that you, you know, and, and then, you know, the, 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 so that would be considered the inner work, right? Then the outer work of like, are you actually getting out there? Are you trying to meet people? Are you, are you also, are you complementing your inner work with, you know, doing things that, that really do tend to attract people? So thank you for joining me here today. Again, this is the Art of Attraction. And if you ever, you know, want to find out more about me, you know, the best way to find out about sort of who I am and, and what I do is to um, to visit the website. So dominiedrew.com forward slash hello. And my first name is a little bit weird. It's uh, D-O-M-I-N-E-Y-D-R-E-W.com slash hello. And I'm on, you know, Instagram at Dominique Drew, and you can pretty much find me around. It's one of the upsides of having a, a very, very distinct name. So, so thank you so much for joining me. I I want to take a little bit of of a different approach today. Um, not so much, you know, a, a, a different topic. I've got a I've got a you know great topic for you today, but really just want to sort of visit a, a topic that I, I don't really tend to address a whole lot, and that is the topic of gentleness. Okay. Um, you know, I, I tend to be not a, a wildly feminine woman, um, if, uh, if you can even make such a statement. And, you know, I tend to be very direct and very clear and very straightforward. Um, and those are all, you know, very good qualities. And then also there's, you know, the, the space of appreciating gentleness. And in my own process with, um, you know, I, I work with someone myself who, who does the same kind of work that I do obviously to, at an even more advanced level. And she, you know, it, it came up uh, that this, this topic sort of came up for me in the last few days. And I'm realizing, you know, and it wasn't just my process. It's also, you know, a few of my clients are, are going through, we're really struggling with this, a lot of harshness towards the self, um, a lot of not quite self-punishment. Self-punishment is a little bit of a different vibration, but this is really just, just like a, like a harshness and uh, unforgivingness, a hardness, if you will, uh, towards the self. And then of course that um, expresses out towards the other. So, 
you know, uh, working with him and, and he's making incredible progress uh, in working with me, which is, which is amazing. Um, I felt sort of inspired to, um, to try this, this topic. So, um, so today we're going to explore gentleness. Okay. And, uh, you know, I'm live right now on, uh, on Facebook Live. You're welcome to, to look me up on, on my Facebook page and you can see and you can download and you can share the, the Facebook Lives. Um, they're, uh, they're, you know, I, I create this material for you to help. So if you, uh, you know, if you want to, to download them and, and, again, listen to them again at a later date, then um, you're more than welcome to do that. Um, meanwhile, if you are, you know, if you have a question about what we're covering today, if you have a, um, something you'd like to ask me directly or a comment or anything like that, then please feel free to call in. Uh, the number is 828-333-4686. And uh, again, feel free to call in anytime during the show, 828-333-4686. And let me know what you're going through and I'll be happy to, uh, to give you my take on it. So, um, so, so I, I named this episode on the topic of gentleness. How is harsh self-talk holding you back in your dating life? Okay. Uh, if you, you know, the show, uh, pretty well, you'll know that it looks in the beginning, like it's not going to make any sense. What on earth does, does gentleness with yourself have to do with dating? Right. Um, I promise it's going to make sense by the end. So, um, so let's go ahead and dive in. So gentleness, not only not my typical type of, of topic, but not one that gets a whole lot of attention, right? Uh, we live in a society right now that is very focused on the short term, very focused um, and taken in by things that are flashy um, and exciting, entertaining, and whether or not they have substance uh, takes, I won't even say back seat. It's like in three cars behind in the caravan. <laughs> Of, of very little, uh, very little interest in the priority list as far as what sells. Somebody actually just uh, brought something up to me, which is interesting. I hadn't thought about it. Um, apparently, and this is not verified. It's just something that I just heard. I thought was interesting. Um, that uh, you know, peer-reviewed papers, right? And in the in the scientific um, world, um, peer-reviewed papers are everything, right? If one person discovers something, then someone else repeats their their. Uh, experiment and confirms the results. It's, it's, it's how, it's, it's the scientific process, how it, it, it has to be, right? Otherwise, you just sort of, you have one experiment and it turns out there was a mistake and, and so it needs to be verified. And uh, she mentioned to me that people aren't, you know, that, that the peer-reviewed papers aren't getting published in, unless they're more exciting topics because the, the publications don't, um, don't, you know, they, they want to provide things that are interesting. And so people aren't doing the peer reviewing exercises that are experiments that are not um, that flashy. And so it's literally skewing this thing that I'm talking about where we're sort of all about Kardashians and not so much about, you know, looking inward and, and finding real substance in life or, or we're, you know, dating the, the hot, the hot ladies on Tinder and not the ones that are like really good women that are actually going to, you know, stick around and, and, and make you happy long-term. And so this trend is, is even affecting science, which then, of course, affects what gets studies, which then affects what everybody knows. So the entire literal <laughs> canon of knowledge is, um, is shifting, which makes sense because, you know, when a, a trend occurs in, in, in culture, everything's really affected. So uh, I thought that was kind of interesting. So, yeah, I get it that, um, you know, gentleness is not a, a wildly... Um, exciting or, or or sexy topic, flashy topic, but don't let that fool you. Okay, it's one of the more important and essential aspects of of this process of sort of you know inner work and um, getting what you want. <laughs> this truly, I, I use I use a lot of words, and we we're, we're very thorough. And I you know I I like to solve problems from the inside out, but this is about getting what you want. Okay. If what you want is a life partner, this is all about getting that. The, the things that I tell you here are the absolute most direct possible. I didn't say easiest, okay? I said most direct. How fast do you want to get there? How much of time, you know, how much is, of time is ticking right now? You know, how much longer do you want to keep, you know, pushing people away without meaning to? Or, um, you know, a, a, attracting drama? or, um, you know, just being alone. It's okay if you don't know what the problem is. That's my job. I'm happy to help you get there. Um, that's really what I, what I love to do. So this is really just about as simple as, as getting what you want. 
So, you know, what we deal with on these shows are defenses, right? Um, if there's something that you want, okay, that you don't um, have, okay, something you legitimately want that you don't have, that means that there is something in between that uh, you and that thing that's stopping you from getting it, right? So um, that might, and, and that is, it always has its source in you. I know it can definitely look like it's the outside world a lot. The good and the bad news is it's not the outside world, okay? Um, the reason why that's the bad news is because that means it's you. But the good news is that means it's you, which means you can fix it, okay? If the problem were outside of you or with women or with, you know, the, the, the world today or, you know, something sort of big and vague like that, it's, it would be impossible for you to fix it. You would literally be a victim, okay? So it feels better to blame the world around you? Absolutely. If that worked, I would let you do it all day long. Okay. But my clients don't get away with that because it puts them in victim mode. And honestly, it's, it's not accurate. It can look like it's that way. But when you, when you look at any situation truly um, with enough, you know, with the process, the proven process that I have, um, you will understand by the end exactly, you know, why it is that you're getting what you're getting and what you need to do to fix it. Okay. And then it's in your control to do something about. So, so what we deal with on the show are defenses. Okay. Defenses are designed by your psyche to protect you, right? They um, they take many forms. Okay, in fact, literally anything can be a defense if if it's done from uh, from distortion or with the intention of protecting you. Okay, because the idea from your psyche that you even need to be protected is um, is in itself uh, a fallacy. Okay. There, there's an underlying assumption by virtue of there being a defense, it means that there is something against which you feel you need to defend yourself. Okay. Objectively in, in this world, you know, short of someone approaching you with a knife, like that's, that's not a thing. Okay. You don't need, you know, you, you are a, you know, a being of light and love. Nothing is going to hurt you in this world. You know, I'm, I'm not talking about avoiding common sense. I'm talking about um, you know, from your, from your, from your psyche's perspective. Okay. Again, if there, if you are in the woods and there is a bear, that is a place to defend yourself. Um, if there, you walk into a coffee shop and there's a beautiful woman, not so much. So what's making you run away in that situation, right? So, so, so again, anything can be a defense, right? If it's done from, from, from distortion. So, um, so let's, let's think of some, so uh, avoidance, right? avoidance would be uh, in the dating scene would be not engaging at all. Okay. So you, so you stay safe and single, uh, negative self-talk. Okay. You hear it, you see a beautiful woman and you hear in your head, she's not going to want you who would want you, right? Don't even bother approaching her. So you don't, and you stay safe and single. Okay. Uh, self-delusion. Oh, I'm too ugly or women just want money or they'll just leave me anyway. So you stay safe and single. Uh, aggression, right? Blaming of others. Um, it's the women out there, you know, or there aren't any, or <laughs> I literally, I have, I talk, speak to a lot of men on the phone and uh, a lot of people just think there aren't any women. Like, oh, there's just no women in my town. None? Because there's three and a half billion on the planet and there's not very many places where humans don't go, okay? It's not a lack of women, guys. Wake up. It's not a lack of women, okay? We're not all hiding somewhere in like a, a club and not telling you where we think the ladies are, right? Like that's just, that's not accurate. Um, so, uh, you know, they'll just leave me anyway. They just want money. They just want to leave me. Um, uh, oh, sorry. So, uh, yeah, so aggressive. Uh, aggressive blame of others, right? It's the women out there. There aren't any. They're all taken. All the good ones are gone. You know, so you decide that you have no options and you don't try and you stay safe and single. <laughs> okay. So the defense is, uh, they do protect you. You know, if you stay in and you never go out, uh, let's say you have a fear of rejection. If you never leave uh, your house, um, you are absolutely safe from rejection. That's very true. Unfortunately, you're safe from everything else as well, right? You're safe from uh, adventure and experience and love and uh, great sex and um, 
you know, all, all of these, all of these things you're, you're safe from, which is great. Except that, you know, you want all those things. Otherwise, it wouldn't bother you that you're single, right? So these defenses are um, not all defenses rep- are represented by a hardness, okay? But the ones we're talking about today are, are going to, okay? So um, hardness, uh, defensiveness, resistance, uh, it's very common. It's, a, um, it's an incredibly common defense. Um, so how do you recognize or know if you have difficulties here, okay? with this, uh, with this harshness. So, uh, negative self-talk. Okay. And I've, I've done a previous episode specifically on this topic. Um, but negative self-talk is a huge, um, uh, it's, it's not just something that holds you back a lot in life, but it's a great way to recognize what it is that holds you back in life. Okay. So if you, um, listen to what you tell yourself in your head, Okay, if you notice the words you tell yourself, um, it tells you a lot about your own psyche. I mean, just listen, tune it in like a radio, you know? So let's say that you, um, you go out in the world and you see a, a beautiful woman sitting there. Um, and let's say you decide not to approach and you haven't really looked into, you know, why that is exactly. Okay, so slow that moment down. So afterwards, when you're, probably feeling a little bit of regret or just, um, yep, there it happened again, that type of feeling, right? Let yourself explore. What is it exactly that you heard in your head in that moment? Like slow that moment down when you saw her, right? So you felt the attraction and then you, what, right? What happened there that led to that, you know, to, to you not approaching? Okay, why would you not go up? If you are in fact single and you want to meet someone, what is it in that moment that kept you from approaching? Okay, because my guess is if you have any interest in this show, it probably happens a lot. Okay, which means it's a pattern, which means it's in your psyche. Okay, so if, if, if it's there, you might as well know about it. It's, it's functioning, it's functioning without your permission, without your awareness, and you're on autopilot. You know, you're, you're running... You're running on auto, on, um, uh, on on autopilot, okay, on automatic. So, so be aware of your of your self talk. Um, it can be really harsh. You know, the 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 client that I, I had in mind who really inspired me to write this um, this episode um, has incredibly harsh self talk, and not just for himself, for for others. You know. Um, just a lot of hardness, harshness. Oh, get over it. Don't be a pussy. Um, you know, uh, crying is, you know, crying is for pussies or, um, you know, fuck everybody if they're not going to be, you know, what I want them to be. I mean, just, and, and, and things that you're never going to win, right? Like not even like, oh, I sure wish people were nicer to me. And when they'll be nicer to me, I'll do X, Y. It's just like, just, just really, sort of harsh, but vague, unfixable, unaddressable statements, right? Um, harsh language towards yourself, okay? Um, how do you talk about yourself when you talk to other people? You know, you can learn a huge amount from that. Um, and this is just by observing, right? We haven't even done any techniques. We haven't even like tried to fix anything. I'm telling you, most of the shit that creates change in the world is, um, it comes from just noticing what you're already doing. Okay. The trick is to notice it. And once you notice it, you're not on autopilot anymore. Okay. Suddenly it's in your control to fix. And now we're playing a whole different game. Does that make sense? So, um, so harsh language towards yourself. Okay. Notice that. Just notice it. If so, you, you know, this, this may be something that you tend to, uh, tend to do towards yourself. Um, really harsh judgments of yourself and others. Okay. Um, oh my God, I can't believe that I, you know, I did that. It's just a stupid, I always do stupid fucking things or, you know, just, just judging like a lot of judgment comes out, you know, it's like, uh, brought up the Kardashians and, and, and reality TV for me is something that I just find mind blowing. I can't, I truly can't understand the appeal. Um, and I, my best guess is I think that people just really like sitting and watching people do things and judging it right? 
which I think is is totally understandable. I mean, it's not the most flattering of of uh, of um, uh, qualities in a person, but if you think about it, we kind of always have. I mean, to me, the idea of sitting around watching you know reality shows is kind of akin to um, being in the um, in the uh, Colosseums, right in Rome, in in uh, in ancient Rome, and uh, being in the arena, and you know they're like deciding whether or not to kill a person, and the people are giving the thumbs up or the thumbs down. Like to me, that's like exactly the same thing. It's like I'm just I'm I'm high on the fact that I get to decide your fate, you know, or you know how people used to gather in the town square to see a beheading. It's like oh okay, I'm going to go out and and milk the cows, and then I'm going to. Um, you know, I'm going to uh, uh, wash the sheets. And then at, um, at midday, I'm going to take the kids and we're going to go watch the hanging. Uh, and then I'm going to come back and, uh, you know, pluck the goose for, for dinner. <laughs> it's like, it's like a human fascination, right? And I think I'm off the topic a little bit. Oh, judgments. That's where I was going. <laughs> so, uh, so judgment, it's like a natural thing. We love to do it. Uh, it does not particularly um, serve us. Uh, in this day and age, of course, everything has a, has a, has a, there was a, was a reason why that's there. Evolutionarily, there will be something. I'm not sure exactly what um, brings judgment here, but, you know, for our, for, for purposes here, you know, for judging your, your fellow man, um, for, you know, judging the world around you, I mean, you can absolutely do it. It doesn't serve you. <laughs> you know, it doesn't, it doesn't help, doesn't make things better. It doesn't um, get you what you want right? That is the focus of this show. Okay. Um, and then, um, yeah, so, so harsh judgments of, of yourself and others um, is definitely a sign of, of struggling with, um, with, uh, with harsh self-talk um, and difficulty forgiving. Okay. Um, this is a toughie, you guys. Forgiving, you know, there's a, I'm I'm making a mental note to do a whole episode on forgiveness because I think a lot of um a lot of people sort of misunderstand it. They're like, "Oh, well, you know, she did this horrible thing to me and so I'm just going to forgive her and I'm going to you know, let it go and move and move on." And they have a really hard time doing that. Um and I want to bring in here that when you when you truly forgive something, what's really happening is you're just accepting that it happened. Okay, you're not telling them that you love them anyway. You don't need to love them. That's okay. You, it, you know, in order to to you know, if you've had a, a painful experience with an ex, in order to move on, you need to accept that that happened fully, and then you can let go of it and move on. Okay. If you, but you don't need to like be friends with her. Okay. You don't need to love her or, um, or even think that what she did is okay. All right. Acceptance is not approval. You guys, those are two totally different things. Okay. Um, to accept something is, yeah, yep. That happened. And not just saying it but understanding and accepting that it happened. I think we need a whole episode on acceptance too. I can, I can go way on about that one. Um, and so in, in doing that, I mean, truly, it's, it's really that that's all it is. It's that you, when you accept that it happens, then you, you, um, you can still feel angry about it, but the anger won't linger, okay? It's different than not being able to forgive someone. Not being able to forgive uh, indicates a resistance to accepting something. Okay. And usually it's because people assume that uh, acceptance means approval. Okay. And they're not okay with what happens. They're not happy about what happens. And so instead of just saying, yeah, that happened and I'm not, I'm not happy about it, but it happened. They said, you know, they're like, yeah, it happened. I'm mad about it. And they carry their issues into forward, forward into relationships and they, um, they blame the world for their issues. And it's, and it's just like, none of that is helping in any way. Okay. So, <clears throat> so the difficulty forgiving, well, we're going to come to that, to that a little bit. And that directly affects um, allowing yourself to let go. Okay. And, the, and if you are holding on to something, uh, 
it will stay with you because you are literally holding on to it. You are deciding. It's like you had a painful divorce, you know, 40 years ago and you're still upset about it. You can't blame that on her, right? She left you. You're allowed to be mad at her that she left you. But 40 years later or two, okay, why is this still ruling your life? Okay. That indicates that there's difficulty letting go. Um, which actually leads me to my last one, which is staying angry for long periods of time. Um, you know, if that, that harshness, that unforgivingness is following you, um, then you're holding on to it. Okay. Emotions, um, they come in waves. They will come in their ideal state. Okay. If you don't resist them and, and most of us tend to, cause some emotions hurt, um, the emotion will come in. You will feel it well up. Okay. It won't be a thought. It will be an embodied feeling in your body. Um, the emotion comes in and uh, will take you over and stay as long as it wants, and then it will leave on its own. And usually that um, process happens in a matter of seconds and at most a few minutes. Never more than that. Okay? If it, you know, lasts, you know, if you're feeling upset for, you know, even even something intense like like grief, right? It will come over really intensely and then it will come down and then it will come again and it will come down. So multiple waves can come, um, but they don't, uh, emotions don't stay, okay? If they stay and you're still feeling it, then you're holding on to them because that's not really in their natural state to want to do. So why be gentle, right? What's the, what's the point? Why bother? Um, what is the effect of this? Gentleness allows your heart to open. Okay. When you let yourself soften, and it's interesting, I'm, I'm feeling in my body, it's been, you know, a few minutes since I got on the call and I've been talking about this harshness and I, I feel just spending this much time talking about um, aggression and judgment and harsh and my, my, I feel tension in my body. I can physically feel tension in my body. Um, and this happens to all of us. I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm incredibly aware of it because I've spent a long time looking for it. Um, but, but notice it, you know, if you stay angry a lot, that affects, I mean, that's not a mystery. You know, your cortisol levels are, are through the roof. You're stressed. You're, you know, da, 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 da. Um, and, uh, and it doesn't lead you to what you want. It leads you away from what you want. But it feels better because the road to what you want means being honest with yourself and letting that, you know, that means being vulnerable. So here's what, where gentleness comes in. So gentleness allows your heart to open, okay? It involves surrender. When you soften, there's a surrendering. There's an allowing, okay? It involves vulnerability. Okay, it allows you to let go of things. Okay, soften, let it go. Risk, risk that you're going to be okay. Even once you let it go. You know, who would you be without your anger? Okay, it allows you to, you know, let go of things to forgive. Okay, to accept. To not argue with reality. Okay, so... With gentleness, you know, I'm not just saying, um, yeah, I mean, self-forgiveness, I'm getting some great comments online, you know, letting go of yourself and, and manning up. Exactly. It's like, you know, letting, letting go of, of what you think makes you you and, and risking that, you know, maybe it's not true. You know, who would you be without your anger? Who would you be without your avoidance? Who would you be without your aggression, your negative self-talk? Who would you be if you loved yourself? Have you ever thought about that? I wonder what you, I wonder who you would be if you loved yourself. I have, um, I have a beautiful magnet up on my, um, uh, of my refrigerator that I got, I don't know, somewhere from some beautiful hippie festival. Um, I love, I love, I love shit, shit like that. Um, and it says, what would a person who loves themselves do? 
<laughs> what would a person who loves themselves do? What if you asked yourself that, you know, 10 times a day or 100? See, when I, when I do that, I, when I ask myself that, I, um, I feel a shift, right? Because I may not have been in a deep state of self-love at the time. That's okay. Um, but who would I, you know, what would a person who loves themselves be? Who would I be if I loved myself? You know, without my self-hatred, who would I be? Um, and without my self-delusion, that's a trickier one because you, you know, you don't realize you're deluding yourself, right? You just think it's the women out there. If they would all just get fixed, then I would be able to, to be me and I would be loved and accepted for who I am. Not so, unfortunately. So, um, so, you know, it's not just allowing you to, you know, gentling, softening, letting yourself take a breath. Um, and let's talk about how to do this. Um, you know, I, I was want to talk about it sort of later, but um, but I'd like you guys to kind of do it as you go through if you're inclined. You know, try just taking a really deep breath. <laughs> you know, try looking around the room and just seeing what's actually there. Okay, and here's what I mean by that. Uh, usually a person will look around their room, and I'll, I'll use myself as an example. So I look around the room and I see a picture on the wall, but I don't just see a picture on the wall, right? I see a picture that I got from my grandmother um, and she had it for a long time. And so I, I see not a picture, but a picture with a huge amount of context behind it. Yes? So I see the picture. I feel my grandmother. I see, um, you know, an, an ornate frame. I have a thought about the the, the, the chip and like all of these experience and things are happening. Um, and really it's, it's just a picture frame. So the, so the practice becomes, can you just see what's there? Like if you drop the context, if you're listening to this in your car right now and you have oh, my car and it's, um, it's never working or it's, you know, it's a piece of crap car. And it's, um, if I had more money, it makes me feel, feel badly that I don't have more money every time I drive it, whatever. Whatever. What if you just saw it as a car? What if you did one better and thought, wow, I'm so grateful that I have an automobile that'll take me places? Because I don't know if you've ever lived in this country without a car, but it's not great, my personal opinion. We have crap for, <laughs> for transportation. And, you know, so I really value having... Uh, actually, I really value having public transportation, but in, in lieu of that, um, I really value having a car. So what if you had, a, you know, what if you, so, so see how you see this car and it brings you every single time you see it. What if you could totally turn that around? Even just to neutral of, hey, look, a car. I will get in it and go to the place that I want to go without all the energy and the story around it, right? Um, and then if you can go one step further and go, wow, I'm, I'm so grateful. You know, instead of looking around your situation and seeing all the things that are wrong with it, what if you could look around and be like, okay, what's changeable here? Or, okay, look at all the things that are just rocking in my life. Even if it's only one thing, and it's never just one thing, you're eating. That's a pretty big deal for like most of the planet, by the way. You're drinking water, which is going to be an increasingly big deal over the next 20 years. Oh my God, I just saw a map, um, something, maybe Neil deGrasse Tyson or... NASA or National Geographic or something, a map of, of the world with like varying degrees of, of dark red um, to represent how bad their water supply is going to be. Not like 200 years from now, 20, 2040, this map was, and like more than half the planet was like dark red. And I, I live in the United States. I live in a first world country. Um, uh, and it was not light red where we were. It's like, you know, so these, these things are happening, right? This is not, uh, it's not hype and it's not pretend. It is science and real. Um, and uh, for me, it's, it's, uh, it's just distressing to watch. So, so this, this gentleness, this softening, this seeing what's there, this, this gratitude. Um, uh, actually, gratitude, I think, would probably be the next step after gentling. Um, 
so it's it's not just you know let, giving you the ability to let go of things, to forgive, to accept, but it's allowing you to not argue with reality. Okay, this is pretty much everyone's number one flaw, right? Is is arguing with reality. Um, I do have a whole episode on the word should. Okay, the word should is um, is an indicator that you are arguing with reality. It shouldn't be that way. If the women should appreciate me more, you know, um, people should, um, people should save more water. (laughs) People should be more aware of the water that they use. Um, you know, uh, um, men should be, you know, whatever, whatever, any, choose any shoulds you want. If it's a, if it's a should, then there's, there's, you know, that's, that's what's going on there. Right. So, um, so you're arguing with reality, right? Because if you, um, you know, and, and that doesn't just um, refer to, uh, you know, putting shoulds on other people, but oh, I really should, yeah, I really should work out more. You know, that's it's it's not useful. That you're kind of banging your head against a wall with that situation. Um, rather than saying, oh, I really should work out more, why don't you look at why you're not? What do you love about not working out? You know. Um, so I heard a comedian talk about his love of canceling plans. He was like, oh my God, there is something about canceling plans. You had something to do, even if it's something you really want to do, people you really wanted to see in like your, your adult life, you know, when you've got kids or whatever and you cancel plans and it's like a fucking high. It's so great. <laughs> All of a sudden you have this free time. You're like, yes, I can do whatever I want. <laughs> Which I think says more about, um, uh, our culture's propensity to, uh, to over, uh, fill our schedules. Um, to crazy degrees, um, but I thought that was kind of a, an amusing thing. So, um, so uh, wherever I was going with that, that that was that that was the point. Okay, so gentleness. So gentleness can be a solution to um, to many defenses, right? Not just hardness. So, so how is this directly affecting your dating life? Okay, um, you know, I talked in the beginning about inner and outer work. Okay, and mostly here I, I deal with inner work because um, I find that's the most direct. Okay. Um, again, it doesn't matter how much you do the outer work if you're not aligned inside or you've got a, a block or an image or a belief of some kind that's um, it's working underneath the surface, it, it will win. Okay. That's just the way our brain is structured. Um, if you have a fear of rejection, no matter how lonely you are and how much you try, like how many people you go and approach, you will repeatedly attract a rejection um, because that's what you're expecting to find. And it, be, it comes down to, you know, the conscious mind of like, oh, I sure would love to have a partner. I'd love to have a family. That would be so great. Um, and the, the subconscious mind saying, yeah, but this could kill you. You know, it, it, it feels because these things start so early in life, it feels as though it's a life and death situation to, you know, your subconscious and that, that will win. Survival always wins. So uh, so you're literally fighting, you know, kind of an unlose battle unless you do the inner work first, which is why that's that's where I start. So, you know, so so here we deal with inner work. So when you're harsh on yourself inside, people can feel it. You know, they they may not even know exactly what it is that they're feeling, but they they feel it. Okay, humans are actually extremely intuitive creatures, right? Um. You know, you, um, you, you'll come across people in life that you just don't like and you have no idea why you don't like them, you know, but you don't like them, you know, or someone who's just nice to you all the time and you just don't really feel like engaging them or, or, or whatever, you know, reactions to people can be illogical to the conscious mind, but there's always, always the reason underneath. And I, I know that really just by virtue of having done it you know, so many thousands of times, looked at situations and it's apparently made no sense. And when you um, look at them from the right direction or you go through this, this proven process that I have, suddenly it makes sense. You know, you go, oh, I see. So it wasn't illogical. I just didn't quite understand it at the time. So humans pick up on things. So if you you know, project this why I don't teach a lot of like fake it till you make it type of stuff. Um, you know, there, there can be an element of that. Um, I think I've addressed that in a previous episode as well. But um, 
really, you know, no matter how you, how confident you pretend you are, like if you truly and deeply and strongly believe that you're a piece of shit, that's the way people are going to treat you, you know? So again, they may not know, people may not know what they're feeling, but they feel it. Okay. So when you, if you are, if you have harshness towards yourself, towards others, it doesn't matter whether or not you're smiling at the time, it exudes from your pores. You know, it, it's, it is, it, it, it enters the room before you do. I mean, it is very, very powerful. So, so hardness formed when there's resistance to something, right? So if you were able to soften and accept what's happening, then you wouldn't be in defense. There's no need for it, right? So resistance is a defense, okay? Defenses are literally designed to push people away, to hide who you are, okay? To protect you at any cost. So obviously, if you think about it, there's a direct link between how attractive you are if you and whether or not you're constantly engaged in repelling people. <laughs> okay? So the de- defenses, you know, which which harshness is one and resistance is one, they're literally designed to get people to move away from you. So how could you expect to attract people when you know, you're, you're consistently engaged in repelling them, right? So, um, so, so I just got a, a great comment on, uh, online. So, so, you know, 30 years of, of self-loathing and, and wondering why, you know, I walked in solitude, right? So, um, yeah, it, self-hatred is, it repels people. It, people don't understand that it's self-hatred. It just feels like hatred. You know, I, I feel, there's no, this is, this is all happening. This whole interaction happens um, underneath the, the conscious mind, deeper than that. Okay, so your beliefs, okay, which is why that's what we work on, on, on focusing on in, in, in my work with people in my, my eight-week course. Um, your beliefs, Okay, what they exude to people and people's um, receiving of that information and responding to it. The whole interaction is subconscious. It's also instantaneous. Okay, until you learn to watch the energetic uh, interactions between people and then life gets really fucking cool because you just like watch everybody doing their thing and you can just sit there and you're just never bored. (laughs) That's a little bit what what life is like. Uh, So. so, so yeah, if, if there's, if there's self-hatred, if there's, um, resentment, if the, even if the resentment is, is about your ex, it, it doesn't matter. You know, it's like when people try and do affirmations, right. And they'll say, um, I have, um, I have no fear of rejection. Okay. When you learn to do affirmations, you learn not to phrase them that way. Okay. An affirmation is just something that you like read out to yourself to kind of, and, and you, you read it and you imagine um, it being true, you you feel that it is true. Okay, how would life be if this were the case? And then you, um, and then you, uh, um, and then you know, in existing in that state, you then bring it closer. Okay, so this is actually the 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 core piece of the um, law of attraction. The the real piece of law of attraction is, you know, the the state in which you um, exist. Okay feeling in your body, not just thinking, the state in which you exist in your body um, uh, attracts, right? So if you're in self-hatred all the time, that promotes more self-hatred, et cetera. So, um, so, if, so if there's, you know, stuff going on the surface, if there's, you know, self-hatred, if there's repelling, um, the thing with the affirmations is um, uh, a statement like, I have no fear of rejection doesn't work because the brain reads that as fear of rejection, Okay, no does not cancel out future words for the way that that the brain takes in information. Okay, so you have to uh, phrase it differently. Okay, I have no fear of rejection. You could, that's that's not an affirmation. Okay, it's not going to work. The way you would need to phrase that is something like, everybody loves me. Okay, and you go, everybody loves me. And you put yourself in the state of, oh my God, how would I feel if everybody loved me? 
And that is then what creates the shift, right? Creates the change. So that the brain will read as, oh, everybody loves me? Oh, okay. But it sort of skips that. So it's the same thing. If you're um, engulfed in self-hatred, if you are, um, you know, if you're harsh, if there's that harshness and judgment towards yourself and towards the world around you, you know, uh, everybody sucks or fuck all of you will come out and people will feel it even if it's not towards that person. So if you're feeling um, anger towards your ex, and you're holding on to that, and it's been a really long time, and you're angry at her, all that comes out is anger. You know, so if you're in front of a woman that you actually really enjoy and would really like to know more and really want to attract, but you're existing in this state of defense, the purpose of which is to repel people and protect you from them, then that's what she gets. This woman that you like, you, it doesn't, it doesn't, you're spending all your time in one state. It's not that you can't swap for a moment, but those, um, it, it exudes, it comes out because that's your sort of default state. So your default state is being mad at your ex. That's why people say it's like, there's quote, no room. It's like, I, I have to let go of my ex because there's no room to let anyone else in. That's like, what I just explained is like literally what's happening as to why there's quote, no room right? Or why it's difficult to attract something new when you're really holding on to something old. And so that harshness is what creates the, um, uh, is what creates the, uh, um, that repelling situation. Okay. Um, and makes it hard to move on. So what's the solution here, right? The gentling. Okay. Um, Again, you know, I, I spend a few minutes there talking about defenses and talking about the, the harshness. And when I just shifted and brought up uh, gentling, my, I felt my stomach muscles relax. So pay attention, you know, pay attention and notice what you notice. Um, if you're not sure if it has significance or not, um, go ahead and let me know, you know, see if, uh, see if it's something that you'd like to, um, you know, to, to ask me about. Um, so we've got about 15 minutes left. If you do want to call in and you have a question about uh, today's topic, then uh, give me a call at 828-333-4686. Again, 828-333-4686. Okay. So, so what's the solution? Okay. Here's the question. Okay. I'm just gonna get I'm gonna get super real with you. Can you challenge yourself to keep your heart open? To let it hurt. To trust that you are strong enough to feel the pain and let it go. To trust that you are. strong enough to be who you are, even at the, at the idea of letting go of a piece of you that you feel defines you, you know, who would you be without your anger? Right. Now, when you first gentle, especially if you've experienced a lot of harshness and you've, um, you know, if a lot of this is resonating for you, then you know, to, to open to those feelings can be pretty intimidating. Okay. Um, it can feel like when you're really facing it, it can feel like it's going to take you over, right. Um, that it's going to kill you. I mean, I have faced emotions, deep emotions from things that happened to me in the past that, um, I was, I mean, just, there was no doubt in my mind as I stood, as I stood on the edge of you know, the, the idea of, I was resisting the emotion, right? Cause I, it, it was, it was huge. It was going to hurt and whatever that was, anger, pain, grief. And it felt on that precipice so much like it was going to fucking kill me. I mean, I was a hundred percent certain that if I let that feeling in, I would die. Okay. And I, I talk about things to be fucking grateful for in this world. I was with some healers, some uh, process facilitators who do the same work that I do. And they just said, trust, it's not going to kill you. 
and I, you know, I dove in and, and it just, it takes you over, you know? Um, I've had other times when, and, and then it goes, like it takes you over, you feel the feelings, it's a lot, and then it goes and then it's gone. It's not there anymore. Okay. You're over that piece. It's not coming back. Okay. Um, or sometimes I've, I've stood at that same precipice and felt like if I let myself feel this anger, I'm going to feel angry forever. Okay. Let's see if we've got a color. Hello there. Hello. Can you hear me? Call came through, but we lost the person. You can go ahead and call back if you're listening. Call came through, all right. Just for some reason, couldn't hear you. Um, so it's, it can often feel like you're like it's going to take you over, and you're going to feel angry forever. Okay, it's really important to know that that's the resistance speaking. Okay, you're the the job of the resistance in front of the emotion that you want to feel is that is to um, uh, is to keep you from feeling it. So it's going to tell you whatever it can because it, it, it is protecting you from it. That's its job. It doesn't know why it just is. So it's, it's like, Oh, it's going to keep going and you're never going to get past it. Um, so you're like, okay, then I, I, I won't feel it. Oh my God, that would be terrible. You know, but I, I remember standing there in front of, you know, anger was very hard for me. Um, uh, to, to, to step into for many years. And, um, I remember feeling like, Oh my God, if I let this anger, like I'm so angry inside that if I even touch it, if I even break it open a little bit, it's going to keep going. And I'm just going to be a horrifically angry person for forever, ever and ever, you know? So, um, so these are the, the, the things, okay. It's, that's just the resistance. Okay. That is factually inaccurate. That is not what will happen. Okay. It's really important to, to really, you know, be aware of that because it's, um, it's something that will hold you back and keep you from, um, keep you from these feelings. Um, and, and that's really the way through. Um, I have this in- incredible quote, um, from this beautiful little book and I, I wish I knew the title of it with these, um, really interesting drawings in them and these beautiful little stories and, um, just this little one page poem on each one. And, uh, one of them is anyone can slay a dragon. She told me, but try waking up every morning and loving the world all over again. That's what takes a real hero. <laughs> it brings tears to my eyes just to hear it. Anyone can slay a dragon, she told me, but try waking up every morning and loving the world all over again. That's what takes a real hero. And it's so true, isn't it? It's like, which of those two things sounds easier? It's really, it's like to wake up every morning and love the world all over again. What would it be like if you did that every day? You know, how would your life be different? How would you feel in this moment if that were what you did? You know, I, I practice this. You know, I, I, I talk about environmental stuff sometimes in the show. It's a, it's a source of pretty severe pain for me um, to watch um, the, the, you know, 50% of our, our, our world's resources being destroyed in, in, you know, a matter of decades um, after the planet's been around for billions of years, you know, for me, that's a source of like genuine um, uh, pain, right? It hurts my heart. Um, and for a while, there was um, it, it caused me pain on on a on a daily basis. Um, you know, I, I I take I take action, I recycle everything, and I use compostable you know garbage bags, and I um, uh, you know, I turn lights off and I keep my air conditioning reasonable. You know, I just like, you know, just regular things. I'm not like wildly crazy out there. I just like, I'm just a reasonable, responsible human being. Um, and, uh, and, and still like, uh, you know, it, w- it would hurt my heart. You know, I would, I would see these, these stats on, on what it is that was happening and, um, and I would, I would feel active pain. And, um, what I did was uh, at some point, I had to face acceptance, 
Okay, I have to trust. I don't know what's happening on the world. Uh, I don't know what's going to happen in 20 years when we have very little water. Um, it makes me nervous to think about that. But, you know, what I kind of had to, had to come to is like, okay, this is the direction the world is going. Talk about, I mean, for me, this was like, personally, this was like a Herculean uh, effort in acceptance. Because again, the, you know, this, the, the planet is something that I, I, feel, I feel deeply um, connected to. Um, and um, and I, but I, I had to, I have to trust, you know, I, I don't know what's happening here. I don't know where we're going to be in 20 years, but you know, I, I also can't single-handedly change the direction of the world. Right. And then the trend and, and, and where it's going, that's, that's, that's beyond me in this lifetime. Um, and so I could fight and argue with reality, right. Or I can, um, do my part and take reasonable, you know, or even sometimes Herculean, um, but mostly reasonable um, uh, action. And I can accept that for whatever reason, um, this is where things are going. And, um, and to trust that there's a, there's a deeper purpose in it, right? So that's a, in, a, in a way, um, an example of, I hadn't intended this way, but it turns out that's an example of, of this gentling, of this um, accepting of reality right? Um, this is our current reality. Here we are. Um, uh, acceptance is not approval, right? There is nothing to me that is okay about the way people act in this area, oftentimes. So I do my piece. I um, use my compostable bags, and I have a friend uh, who lives in town, and she owns a little shop, and I get her compostable bags, and I turn her onto things, and I go, you know, haven't you ever thought about, you know, the fact that we put all this garbage, and we put it in plastic, and so that seems kind of silly, because it can't even break down, and she goes, oh, that's interesting. So, you know, I sort of make my little, it's not like, oh, do nothing, and, you know, forget it. It's like, that makes me feel good. That brings me joy. Recycling brings me stupid amounts of joy. <laughs> so I follow my body, right? It's like, okay, I'm not arguing with reality. I'm still taking steps, you know, I'll serve on some boards and I'll volunteer and I'll donate when I can to people who are really using that money um, uh, efficiently, you know, and are really making a difference. And I'll like, okay, yeah. All right. So I, so I, I take little steps and I, I, I do what, what feels good um, and, and healthy in, in that area. And then I let go, you know, because ultimately, uh, you know, all I can control is, is my own little life, right? So I take care of uh, and work out what's going on in me. So, um, so and it's interesting because that's something that's like more socially acceptable. If you're just like, oh, you know, I, I can't stand how, you know, children are treated in the world or human trafficking or whatever your thing is. Everybody's got their, their thing, right? Um, somebody cares about, about everything. There's all sorts of causes out there, right? And um, the planet is mine. Um, mostly because I just, I hate people. Just all of them. They're all just, <laughs> I like to say that. I both love and hate people at the same time. Um, <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, well, we know what is, what is your thing? You know, people are, are you know, passionate about, uh, you know, educating women in foreign countries or mesothelioma or, you know, uh, <laughs> human rights, whatever your sort of thing is, um, you know, are you, are you, are you stepping up to that? And so when this gentling happens, um, not only does it change your attractiveness, okay, not only does it let people in, not only does it open you to the world around you, it's like suddenly you're, you're, you're there, you know, once you get through the, <clears throat> the fear of the pain or the fear of the feelings, right, it could be anger, it could be whatever, and you get past the, um, the feelings themselves. Can you let yourself feel? This is always the solution. And you guys notice this? If you guys are regular listeners, if you subscribe and you download this podcast, uh, then you know, do you notice that the the teaching always comes down to feeling your feelings, okay? In a healthy way, not lashing out, but like releasing and being present with your feelings because that's what where people tend to get stuck. Okay. You don't want to feel that because it hurts, and then boom, you're arguing with reality. You know, um, me fighting against people watching reality shows. I could absolutely do that. It probably wouldn't make me very happy. And it's definitely not going to change the reality show industry because that's on a roll. So do you want to argue with reality or do you want to accept it? 
you know, challenge yourself to gentle, okay, to experience gentleness, okay, Um, to forgive, to let go of things that aren't serving you, to accept, okay, try waking up every morning and loving the world all over again. That's what takes a real hero. So that's been our show, The Art of Attraction with Dominique Drew. My name is Dominique. Thank you so much for joining me. It's been an absolute pleasure walking you through this process. I hope I was helpful. If um, you know, if you have uh, comments, you know, please comment on my Facebook page. You're welcome to follow me on Instagram. Um, and most importantly, if you're interested in working with me, um, this is the kind of process that um, that I teach people, and the results are not only out of this world, but they're fast. Okay, so if you're struggling with something in your relationship life um, and you don't think that it can be fixed, um, challenge yourself to reach out. Um, DominiDrew.com forward slash hello, and let's see how I can help. All right. Thanks so much for joining, guys. Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining me for this episode of The Art of Attraction. This is Dominique Drew signing off and reminding you that if you love this podcast, please hit that subscribe button, rate us five stars, and most importantly, share this episode with someone you know needs to hear it. See you next time.